If you have a story you would like to hear featured on this podcast, please go to AsTheRavenDreams.com and click the button to submit your story. Also, if the platform you're listening on has the option to rate this podcast, please consider doing so. And thank you. I have a weird glitch that happened to myself at work, and one of my coworkers was there and witnessed it. Obvious disclaimer, neither of us does drugs, we were both of sound mind, and neither of us had been drinking, and in fact we were both actually at work at the time. We work for a convenience store, and we both work the overnight shift. That may not sound important, but it is. On the overnight shift, you don't see a whole lot of people. When you see someone walk in, you kind of make note of them, because they're probably going to be the only customers that you see for that hour. This happened on the night before New Year's Eve, and as stated, I was working with my coworker, Michael. We were cleaning up the store and restocking the coolers when I heard the door chime that indicated that someone had entered the store. Michael and I quickly turned around to greet the person, and I saw an older woman with a purple coat and a small dog with curly hair. I made a quick comment that we don't normally let dogs in the store, since we do technically serve food, but at this point the rollers were off, and I just told her that so long as she didn't let the dog on the floor, I didn't mind if she brought him in. She agreed, and walked into the store to do her shopping. I then turned to Mike making a comment about how it was a cute dog, and he made a comment about what breed it was, and that was that. I went back to stalking with Mike, and after a few moments, I looked around to see if the woman was somewhere in the store, and I couldn't see her. I thought it was weird, but it was possible that she had just gone to the restroom and left. We were one of the only 24-hour stores around, and if she was on the road late, she may have just stopped really quickly to go. It does happen. We finish up the stocking, and we both head back to the main step up where the registers are to check off the list and see if the boss had left any special cleaning instructions. As soon as we get up to the front, I look up and see an older woman walk in the front door with the purple coat and that same little dog. I was kind of taken aback thinking it's weird that she came back so quickly, but as she walked in, she asked if she was allowed to bring the dog in. I mentioned that, so long as she didn't let him on the floor and kept a hold of him, I didn't mind. I said this almost as if I wasn't controlling myself, like I was forced to say it, like the situation required me to say it. She smiled, said thank you, and walked into the store to do her shopping. I looked over at Mike, and I asked him if that was the same woman as before, and he said that it definitely looked like her. He then mentioned that maybe she just forgot something, or maybe she had something wrong with her memory. After a few moments, she walked up to the counter with a few things and placed them down. As I was scanning them, I asked her if she had just forgotten to buy them when she was in earlier. She then responds by saying that she wasn't in earlier, 
And when I mentioned that I thought she had come in about 20 minutes prior, she tells me that she's on a long drive from up north, and that 20 minutes prior she was on the highway. I just kind of nod and agree, and make a joke about how there was a lady that looked just like her, with a similar dog that came in earlier. We just chuckled about the whole thing. It was incredibly awkward. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) After she left, I actually sat down at the security computer and pulled the footage back, thinking that maybe it was just someone similar looking with the same dog, but that's when it got weirder. The footage for that exact moment showed that nobody had entered the store. At all. I knew the approximate time that she had entered. I remember seeing her and her dog, making the comments, talking to Mike about her. He even remembers seeing her, and he thought it was weird that she came back. But according to the woman in the security footage, she hadn't been there. In fact, nobody had entered the store for around an hour before she showed up that second time. I don't know if we just saw a future event, or if it was like a time reset or something, but it was freaky. Beyond our memories of her, that first woman, or I guess the first time the woman came in, just didn't happen. She didn't purchase anything, so there was no transaction history. The cameras didn't show anyone, and unfortunately where we were stalking, which would be where I was standing when I mentioned she could bring her dog in the first time, is off camera. So, I don't even know if I actually stood up and made that comment to anyone. It was crazy, and it kind of gives me goosebumps thinking about it. But, in the end, I guess that it's just another one of those things that happens while working retail in a simulation. So, last night, both my best friends and I went out, and around 2am, we started heading home. One of my friends just moved to a city very close to where myself and our other friend, the driver, live, and it's an apartment off of a street that is parallel to the freeway we were taking. At 2.40am, we drop him off outside his place, and at 2.41, he texts our group chat saying, "'Inside.'" We get right back on the freeway, heading eastbound, and my friend gets off an exit that is one exit before the usual one he takes, whenever he drops me off. And I even made a comment, like, why did you get off here instead of insert other exit? And he said he just felt like taking this one. We're now on surface streets driving for a few minutes, when my friend suddenly goes, where the hell are we? And pulls the car over, and starts panicking, telling me to pull up maps on my phone. The clock reads 2.55am, and we're about 9 miles southeast from my house in a different city, and coming up on an entrance to a freeway that is not even connected to the original one we were on. I start to panic as well, because I don't understand how we got so far so fast without noticing. We FaceTime the friend that we had just dropped off, and he picks up with a massive nosebleed, and he's confused about why our locations are where they are with the Find My Friends app. We explain to him what happened, 
and he's just as confused. The drive from his apartment to the initial exit we used is a 10 minute drive, in and of itself, at 85 plus with no traffic. So how did we end up miles away in 15 minutes, and so disassociated about it? The cherry on top is that after dropping me off and finally getting himself home, now around 3.30am, my friend arrives home to his family informing him that just 10 minutes before he arrived, someone tried to break into their home. Within 15 minutes of dropping our friend off, we ended up around 21 miles away in the wrong direction, and completely unconnected to the exit that we got off on. We have the screenshots to show the texts and the map with the timestamps, so we know we weren't wrong about the timing. I'm not sure what happened, and I can't think of a logical explanation. I'm prefacing this that the house that we live in has no black mold, no gas leaks, and we also haul our drinking water from town, so there are no contaminants. I've tried my whole life to debunk experiences, and you're welcome to as well. Often we would joke because everywhere we would go with our mom, mistakes would follow. Her mom is D, and so we called it the D factor, because things just factor in differently for mom. Here's an example. Mom would walk up to an automatic dispenser for hand sanitizer. The people in front of her can use it just fine. As soon as it's her turn, the machine won't work. She moves to the side to let us kids try, and doesn't work. A stranger tries it, and it works. And again, we go back and forth, until the stranger is scratching their head and my mom just laughs it off. People joke about the adventures that our family goes on, but my mom is undeniably more prone to them than us kids. I've had instances where we go out to eat, and across from us, someone drops dead. On the night that we're in town to visit a friend, who jokingly commented, I wish we had time for one of those adventures you guys go on, to my sister and I. Now, these are generally accepted by my family as some sort of affinity we have with Murphy's Law. Mom swears it's a curse, on our bloodline based on what an old psychic said. Well, I'm not sure that's what it is, but looking back, maybe we are favored by glitches in the Matrix. I was thinking back on the fact that I used to place objects down, and they would go missing only to be found again exactly where I had put them. When I was nine, I used to use an MP3 player with these old headphones from my dad's Walkman. He lent them to me, and also a fanny pack so that I could go with my mom to the gym and work out, without being bored. Fast forward to whenever we leave the gym, I pack my fanny pack into the back of my mom's car, and we're off. I get home, and we go through the entire car, but can't find the fanny pack. Eventually we give up, and my mom says that I must have forgotten it at the gym, and scolds me for losing my dad's headphones. This was circa 2007. So, years go by, now I'm grown, 21 years old. It's 2019, and I've had a steady job. Mom shows up in her car and wants me to try driving it home, and it's awesome. I get out to grab my bag from the back hatch of her car, and right there is the fanny pack. I shout, Mom, look! And I pull it out, 
We go through it. My MP3 player is in there, loaded with music and recording of my sister and I as children. It still had a battery charge. The headphones were there. It was crazy, and I was very surprised. We laughed about how the D factor had gotten me good, and we knew that there was no way that anyone had played an 11-year prank on me. I had several incidents where I would set my phone down and go back and it would be gone, only for a few hours of searching for it to turn up right where it should be. I also had a bell that I used to wear around my neck as a kid because I would scare my mom walking up to her silently at night, and I always kept it in the same place. One day it disappeared, and it didn't come back for a year. These things happening as a kid made me not question at all the MP3 player. Since I've discovered the glitch in the Matrix theory, I really wonder, what exactly is the D-factor, and why does it favor my siblings, my mom, and I so much? And does it have to do with the unlikeliness of our lives? See, all of us, my mom included, were born in situations where our mothers should have died. For myself, I was born three months early, and I had to be put on a machine to keep me healthy. I had to do this for months before I could leave the hospital. My mom had also gone into congestive heart failure. As soon as I was born, she started getting better, and the situation was very similar for all three of my siblings. Are we glitches? And, as such, we have ripples of them around us? I don't think I'll ever be able to think about the funny things that happen to us the same. I had a really weird glitch happen to me about a week or so ago, and I've been wanting to share it. I just haven't had the time to do so until now. I'm not sure if it's a glitch where I saw the future, or if it's a glitch where reality repeated or something like that, but it's definitely an unexplainable thing that happened. Maybe someone can tell me what it was, but for me it's still one of those I-have-no-idea-what-the-hell-this-was moments. So, this happened one morning while I was at home. At the moment, I don't have a car. It snowed around me not too long ago, and I actually got into an accident. That wasn't my fault, and my car was completely totaled. I'm currently in the waiting phase of everything to come through so that I can get a new one. Until then, I'm dependent upon my father coming to get me to do the things that I need to do, and thankfully he lives about 15 minutes away, and he's more than willing to help out. Plus, I'm currently working from home, so I can get away with not having a car a bit easier than most people. On this particular morning, I was needing to go to the post office to ship something to my work's home office, and was also needing to go to the grocery store for just a couple of things. So I asked him if he could be there at around 11, so that I could take my hour lunch to go do what I needed to do, and make it back at a decent time. At around 10.40, I got a text from him saying, Hey, I'm on my way. I should be there in about 20 minutes. He tends to send something like this when he's on his way, 
which is always funny to me because I know he's going to take 20 minutes to get here, so he doesn't need to say it. At this point, I'm not really doing anything for work as it was a slow day, so after about 10 minutes, I wrap up what I was doing and lock my system. I step away, put on real pants, grab my coat, hat, and gloves and get ready to step outside into the cold to wait for the last five minutes or so. I have to say that at no point in time during all this did I look at my cell phone. That's important for what happened. I step out my front door, lock it up, and I sit in the chair that's on my front porch just waiting for my dad to pull up at any minute. After a couple of moments, I feel my phone vibrate in my pocket. I think that it's probably my dad texting me to say he'll be a couple more minutes for whatever reason, but when I opened my phone and looked at it, I was utterly confused. The message I had just got said, Hey, I'm on my way. I should be there in about 20 minutes. The text was completely identical to the one from earlier, but the one from earlier wasn't there. I read it confused for a moment, but then thought that maybe he had double-sent it, or maybe it got sent again for whatever reason. But then I looked up at the time, and it was 10.40. That was impossible. He originally texted me at 10.40 saying he was on his way. I then spent several minutes working at my computer before getting up, getting dressed, and getting bundled up to go outside. I had then sat there for a few minutes, and yet, it was still 10.40? Or it was 10.40 again? I actually called my dad at that moment, and when he answered, I asked if he had left a while back or if he had just left and he confirmed that he was actually pulling out of the driveway at that moment. I basically just told him that I would see him soon and hung up. I just kind of stared blankly at my phone until he pulled up, the full 20 minutes. He showed up, we did what we needed to do, and I got back with the few minutes to spare. No other issues or events occurred that were abnormal. I really have no idea what exactly happened here. I know that he texted me at 10.40, then I spent some time doing some things before I went outside to wait, and yet, after all that time, it was still the same time, and he had just sent that text. I really don't know, but it's been something that's been confusing to me since it happened. This actually happened just last month. Me and my partner, Kara, our anniversary was in October, and as a gift, she got me these beautiful earrings. It looked like a bird's nest that sat on your ear, and then there were small chains that went down it with small bluebirds attached to it, and the part that goes through your ear and the chain were silver. I adore birds, and actually have two macaws that I rescued, so... They really meant a lot to me. I wore them every chance I got it, 
and even considered wearing them to our friend's birthday slash Christmas party. Kara talked me out of it, though, because she knew that her parties tended to get a little out of hand, especially when people started drinking. I don't drink myself, but you can't really control other people's actions. I agreed with her, though, and decided to go with some plain blue plugs instead, so that way there was little to no chance they could fall out or get ripped out. So, the party went great, and just as we expected. Some people had a bit too much, a couple people did get into fights, and I also ended up having to help carry someone to bed. But otherwise, it was a lot of fun. I was the designated driver, so I took one of our friends home, and then me and Kara went home. I specifically remember taking off my necklace, taking out my plugs, and placing them in the jewelry dish on my vanity. Then, as normal, we got ready for bed and were asleep within the hour. The next day, we just lounged around the house with neither of us doing more than eating and watching something on Hulu. The day after that, however, we were going to her parents' place for their Christmas get-together, so I was dressing up. I had on a nice light blue dress, and when I went to put on my bird earrings, they were gone. I have a jewelry holder for all my hoops and dangling earrings, and they just weren't there. I thought maybe I was just being lazy and didn't put them back where I normally put them, but they weren't in the tray that my studs were in either. I checked all over my vanity and even in odd places like the bathroom, the living room, the kitchen. They were nowhere to be found. Kara noticed my concerned look and asked what was going on, and she even agreed that she saw me hang them up after deciding not to wear them to the party two days ago. This at least reassured me that I wasn't mistaken about where I put them, and that I did not wear them to the party. In fact, the blue plugs I had in were still in the tray where I took them off after the party. After both of us searched extensively, we had to stop because we had to go to her parents. Unfortunately, my mind was stuck on those earrings, worried that I had lost them. They were gorgeous, and I had just gotten them, and I felt awful thinking about the fact that I had possibly lost them. After we got home, I looked again all over and even pulled out my vanity, the bed, and the dresser thinking just maybe they fell behind it somehow, but sadly, I never found them. I know they were just earrings and Kara wasn't even upset about it, but I was devastated that they were missing and was kicking myself for losing them. So, fast forward to the 23rd, both previous parties were the week before Christmas. Our friend that had the birthday party texted me with a picture, asking if I had left these earrings at her house. I kid you not, they looked just like my bird earrings. The only difference was that the birds were a lavender color instead of blue. I discussed this with her, and she said she was pretty certain they had to be mine, because she checked with the only other three girls that were there that had their ears pierced, and they said that they weren't theirs. She even messaged someone else if they recognized them, but they didn't have theirs pierced, and they said no. She said she didn't remember what I was wearing, but... I had taken a picture with Ash that night at the party where you could clearly see my right ear, 
and the plug was there. There would be no possible way for me to have one set in, take a picture, and then just change them. For what reason? And just taking them or carrying them around wouldn't make sense, because I could have broken something. So, since no one else claimed them, she gave them to me. Kara was even confused because she knows for a fact that she got the blue ones because they looked like my macaws. She wouldn't have gotten lavender ones. So, I started coming up with a weird theory, though. The holder I use for my earrings has four stands. My friend who had the party was looking for a new way to store and display hers, and I split mine in half so we both could use it. There were several slots just on one side, so there's no way that I was going to fill it up anytime soon. So, I thought I might as well give it to someone who would. She stores all of her earrings and even some bracelets on hers. In November, she stayed with us for a weekend, and after she left, I noticed a bracelet on mine that I didn't recognize. At first, I thought it was weird that she would store her jewelry in my room and on my vanity, but then I just assumed that maybe she thought it would be safer there. However, when I asked her about it, she was confused because she mentioned the clasp on the bracelet broke and she never got around to fixing it, so it had been just sitting in her jewelry box. Why would she bring over a broken bracelet? Again, we just chalked it up to being weird, and thought maybe she was mistaken and took the bracelet back. So, at this point, I'm not convinced that there's not something up with that jewelry holder. Like, somehow it's connected still, even though we split it up? and somehow it's able to find, fix, or change things, I'm going to keep an eye on it now, and I'll be sure to share if anything else happens. I'm 65 years old, but this happened to me when I was about 12, and I've never forgotten it. I lived in a small coal mine town and me and five of my childhood friends used to watch the town boys play ball. They came out from in town to play ball in our field. One day, we were all sitting on the bleachers, watching a game, when I looked up and saw what seemed to be about 40 hot air balloons. I looked over at my friend next to me as I said, Look at that! And, to my surprise, I was alone. Everyone was gone. I ran over to my house, which was about 90 feet away, and my dad was sitting on the back porch, so he would have seen them, but when I told him what had happened, he said that he hadn't seen anything. I went back to the ball field, and everyone was back. It was like nothing had happened, but I know what I saw. If anyone has ever seen anything like this, please let me know what you think happened to me that day. That, after all these years... I cannot forget it. Okay, so I'm a big fan of this YouTube channel, and I've been listening to glitch stories for a few years now. I've never really experienced a glitch before, and I've always been very fascinated by them. This happened today at my local shopping center, I was out having lunch with my girlfriend, 
and I was talking to her about a song I had stuck in my head, and that I wasn't sure of the title or the lyrics. I only remembered the melody of the chorus. The song was called The World I Know by Collective Soul, by the way. This thought just literally came out of nowhere, and I had only just thought about it on this day. So, out of the blue, about a minute after I was talking to my girlfriend about it, the song just randomly starts playing in my local shopping center. I have never heard it before play on many repeated visits to this place. I thought it was either a glitch, or just an insanely weird coincidence. Probably the strangest one that I've ever experienced. Last summer, a friend, I'll call them BM, and I were bored, and as bored teenagers do, we decided to roam around the downtown area of BM's town. In this area, there's a train track that runs right through the middle, although very little of it runs through a populated area. These tracks are only used by cargo trains that run through at night, and even then there are very few. So, we started walking on them. We went north, a direction neither of us has ever gone on these tracks, but we didn't pass by any place that a train could enter onto the tracks. Important detail for later. After leaving the busier part of the downtown, the tracks quickly became unusable, covered in broken glass and metalwork, plants reclaiming them, and a huge pile of sizable rocks that were dumped on top of the tracks for reasons unknown. At the end of the track, we stumbled upon what looked like to be an area for the train cars to be loaded with supplies without having to remove them from the tracks, which was where the pile of rocks was. We hung around that area for a moment before going back the way that we came. Right before we reached the place that we started, a train horn honked and BM and I quickly got off the tracks. The train appeared to be stopped and we could only see its big headlight and barely make out the front car from our distance, but we both knew that it was a train. In between us and the train, there was a road that had guardrails and train crossing signs. BM and I heard the dinging that sounds when the guardrails are going down, but the train still wasn't coming. Neither of us had our phones on us, bad move for walking on tracks, I know, so we couldn't see how long we were waiting for the train to pass. But we knew that it had to be longer than ten minutes. It was a sweltering day, and we weren't too keen on waiting any longer, so we walked back to the place where the road intersected with the tracks to avoid being mowed down if the train ever decided to get moving. We made it off safely and walked back to BM's car, our entire journey within view of the tracks. It wasn't until the next day, when I was thinking over the events, that I realized that that situation had multiple plot holes. One, we never heard the train approach, nor was there any area where it could have gotten on those tracks at that point. It also takes a train a very long distance to stop, even when going slowly. And the distance between where we were and the north end of the tracks wasn't sufficient. Two, we saw cars moving across the track road intersection, even after we supposedly heard the guardrails being lowered, 
nor did we see them lowered when we passed, which means they must have gone up. But it wouldn't make sense for them to go up when there was a train right there. I do suffer from hallucinations, but I highly doubt that I implemented a false memory or something else into BM's mind when they were able to recite details that I witnessed before I said them. The same day I thought all this over, BM and I went through every logical possibility, but everything was ruled out. I don't know how much I believe glitches in the Matrix in real life and that sort of stuff, but that was what we decided to chalk this up to. This one is a bit odd and I'm not really sure what is happening at all. I'd like to start at the beginning. I moved into this rental home about three years ago. It had a lot of remodeling before we moved in. It still needs some work, but for the most part, it's a pretty good place to live. While the landlords were doing some work, they realized that one of the garage door openers were broken, so they replaced it. But, of course... In the middle of all the work, they lost the remote. It is a two-car garage, and I only use the opener with the new one, since the other door has an opener on it from the 90s. It still works, but I cannot get an opener for it. The main door has a garage door opener button next to it, but it's from the older opener, and the one for the brand new one is right next to the garage door, so you can't hit it while leaving by mistake. About a year ago... I started parking my car in the garage. I went to the hardware store and bought a remote for my door. I did try it on the older model first because I did want to use that door, but it didn't work so plans changed. I got the remote working, everything was good, and I had my nice old beat up car in the garage. A few months pass by and I walk out to go to work and the garage door is wide open. I stopped dead and looked at it. My keys sit in a metal container on a little table. It wasn't somewhere where you could easily press the button. I got to work, close the door, and come home to find it is still closed. So, I just assumed that one of the people I live with left it up by mistake or something. We do put our trash out that way, so someone else needing to use the door did make sense. It stays closed until about a month later and I find it open once again. This time, I asked everyone in the house if they opened the door when I got back from work. No, no one used that garage door to put any trash out that night. So, I decided to move my keys to a different place, where it's a metal container with a lid. In case everyone else's keys were pressing a button or something by mistake, since we all place our keys together. A month or two later, the door is open once more. Now, I've been good at keeping my keys in the new place. No one else touched that container, and even if my landlord had the remote and were playing a trick or something, they live in another city. There is one of those slide locks at the bottom that keeps the door from going up even if you use a remote, and I slid that into place when I got home now, but I still don't get what's happening here. No one could be pressing the buttons by accident anymore. It's just weirding me out. And I hope this stops, but if it doesn't, that lock will keep it closed. Unless it somehow glitches too. 
this may not be a typical glitch story, but it's like the Matrix was warning me about what would happen over the next week. This happened when I was in 8th grade. My first class was history, and as class started, I took my zip-up binder and when I grabbed the zipper, I realized that there was a paperclip bent into the shape of a U attached to the zipper. Given that it was in the morning that it was there, I realized that if someone did put it there, it would have been the school day before. On the other hand, I would have noticed if it was there because I would use my binder in basically every class, and where I went, it went. I don't remember if I did any homework or would have used my binder after school, so I'm at a loss of when it got there. And since I sat in the front row of class the day that I noticed it, it's not like anyone in front of me could have put it there. I took off the paperclip and put it in my pencil bag for safekeeping. A couple days after that, during study hall, I went to practice my flute in one of the small practice rooms attached to the band room. I always used the same practice room out of habit. There was also a bookshelf type thing in the room that had peeling paint that I would sometimes pick out when I was bored. This day was no different. As I got bored and turned to pick up the paint where I was greeted with the paperclip bent in the shape of an M. I kept that one as well. I thought that it was odd that I found another bent paperclip, but I rationalized it to middle schoolers love doing that sort of thing. Until a few days later, after the fact, my Uncle Mike, who was sick and in the hospital, passed away. Uncle Mike. You and M. I know it sounds like such a far-fetched coincidence, but both items were at the right time and place for me to find them. I truly get goosebumps when I pieced that all together, and I'm still thinking about it five years later. Before I get into this glitch story, I want to say that I have been haunted by weird things pretty much my entire life. I may share some of my other stories with you at some point, but I have seriously had to deal with weird things happening to me since I was a child. They haven't always been glitches. Some of them have been pretty obviously paranormal, but these weird events are always the ones that get to me. This specific event is just the most recent one to happen to me, and it's one that seems to be the biggest change in my reality. I've been a delivery driver for a store that does floral arrangements for quite a few years now. I also help put together the arrangements, help out in the store, but my main job is deliveries. It may sound like a bit of a weird job and one that most people wouldn't think to be a busy job, but the funeral homes order their flower arrangements from somewhere, and there are funerals every day. So, I can tell you that we do get a lot of business. On top of that, some businesses like to order small arrangements for their front desks, and we also had one client that had been consistent for years. She's actually the one that the story is about. But I want to tell you a bit more about her before we get into the story. Norma Jean was, at the time of this story, in her mid-90s. I think she was 94 to be exact, but 
I can't be certain on that. Norma had been getting flowers from our shop for 25 years, almost the entire time the store had done deliveries, and that started because her husband had wanted to get her flowers, and he'd actually contacted the original owner of the store to set up an arrangement for them to be delivered every two weeks to Norma. He hadn't prepaid or anything, he was paying when they were set up and sent out, but he had done this for about 20 years, until he passed away in 2016. Her husband had actually spoken to the owner not too long before he passed away, and asked if there was any way he could continue to have the flowers sent to her after his passing, if maybe there was some way he could prepay, and the owner promised him that she would continue sending them, and that he didn't have to worry about paying for them. I'm mentioning this because this was, obviously, the sweetest and saddest story that I've ever heard, and I was always so happy when the two weeks was up, and I got to deliver more flowers to Norma Jean. It was always such a pleasure to knock on her door and say, I have a flower delivery for Norma Jean from Ronald, because her eyes would always light up when I said it. Now, I've been making this delivery, as mentioned, every two weeks for about four years, with some exceptions for when I was out sick or just not working that day. If you do the math on that, I've done this delivery approximately 180 times, so I know Norma Jean pretty well. Over the past couple of years, I will say that she changed a slight bit, and that she wasn't very talkative anymore. She would just take her flowers and say thank you, and that would be the whole conversation. It's okay, I get it. With everything going on, it was possible that she just didn't want to be social, and I respected that. Now, on to the glitch that happened. About two months ago, it was time for me to do my delivery to Norma Jean. I got the flowers arranged, got everything in the van, and I headed toward her lovely little house so that I could make her morning better. However, when I pulled up, I noticed that her front yard looked different. For some reason, I couldn't really put words to what was different, and part of me thinks that this may be part of the glitch. Something about it was different, but my brain cannot, for whatever reason, parse out the information on what exactly is different. It's just that something is completely wrong with how it looks. I shook this off, thinking that it was just something weird at first, but then I got up to the door and rang the bell. An older woman, younger than Norma, with curly, graying red hair, answered the door. My first thought was that this could have been Norma Jean's daughter or something. I've never met any of her kids, but she had mentioned them in the past. Of course, my mind immediately went to the worst place. I thought maybe something had happened to Norma and her kids were there to help her, or worse. I went ahead with my normal greeting of flower delivery for Norma Jean from Ronald, and the woman lit up just as Norma would have. 
she reached out for the flowers, and she said that they were absolutely lovely this week and thanked me for always being so kind when I dropped them off. I then asked if Norma was around or if she was okay, and this woman looked at me like I was crazy. She kind of shook her head and said, What do you mean? I'm right here. This woman was at least 15 years younger than Norma. There was no way that she was in her 90s, and she looked nothing like I remember Norma looking. On top of that, her voice was way more energetic, and she was way more talkative. I even questioned her a bit, saying, Wait, you're Norma? And she started asking me if I was okay. She'd mentioned that I'd been bringing her flowers for something like four years now, and she was confused why I didn't recognize her on that day. I told her that I just must be off and that I was fine. I tried to play it off as best I could, but I could tell that she was confused as to what I was going on about. I told her to have a lovely day, and I went back to my van and headed back to the shop. As soon as I got back, I mentioned to the owner that someone else had answered the door for Norma, and that she said she was Norma. We talked about it for a bit. I described the woman, and she told me that the woman that answered the door was, in fact, Norma. I then mentioned the little old lady that I was used to seeing, and she was confused, because based on the description that I was giving, I was talking about Norma's mother. I said that I must have been giving the flowers to her mother the whole time then, and she then mentioned to me that that was impossible, because Norma's mother died in 1997, which was when the owner met Ronald and Norma. She did the entire flower arrangement for the funeral. That was how the store had actually gotten Ronald's business. He thought that the arrangements were so beautiful that he wanted to get the flowers for Norma Jean to try to keep her in high spirits after the passing of her mother. She even showed me a picture that she had of them from a year or two later, and the woman in the photograph looked a lot closer to this new Norma Jean that I had met that day. So, I guess that's my latest glitch. The Norma Jean that I knew was apparently somehow Norma Jean's mother, and not the real Norma. But the woman that's been answering the door to me for the last four years has been dead since the late 90s. I really don't know how to explain this beyond it being a really weird shift in reality, or glitch, or something. But it's probably one of the weirdest things that I've ever experienced, and I really don't know how to take it. I will add that I have done this delivery a couple more times since this change, and this new Norma is very kind, and she knows me by name, she knows my girlfriend's name, and several other things about me that I've spoken about to Norma. So, I have to believe that this is the Norma gene that I've been delivering to for a few years now. I have no explanation for this, and I'm open to any comments, but as it is now, I just have to accept that the Norma Jean I knew is no longer with us, and just keep bringing the flowers to this new Norma Jean.
I have no idea if this is the right place to post this, but I just need to get this into the world because both me and my boyfriend are feeling like we're going crazy. So, my boyfriend and I wanted to go to Amsterdam yesterday. We had been planning this day for about a week. We were ready to leave, and all I had to do was grab my hip bag, containing my wallet, debit cards, ID, driver's license, etc. I always put it in the same spot, but it wasn't there. We both frantically searched the entire house without success. I didn't leave the house on Tuesday, so we thought that I must have lost it on Monday. We only went to a pet store on Monday, which is an hour drive from our home. We stopped on a gas station on the way there. I used my card at the gas station, and I'm 100% sure that I still had the bag when we walked back to the car. We then drove to the pet store, went inside for about 20 minutes, and started driving back. We did not stop again. We went back to both places to look around the parking lots and ask the employees if they had found anything. No luck. At this point, we were sure that it must still be at home and decided to go to Amsterdam anyways and to look for the bag again when we got home. So, the day went by and we got home. I started searching every inch of the house, including the most illogical places like the freezer, container with dog food, etc., My boyfriend did the same. We didn't find it, which seemed impossible, but we agreed that I must have lost it. That night, I canceled all of my cards, reported my driver's license as missing, and started the process of getting a new ID. We then went to bed. We woke up this morning and went downstairs. I made a cup of tea and immediately started calling around to make appointments at various places to replace all the lost cards. In the meantime, my boyfriend was sitting on the couch, chatting with our bank, to see if they could see if anyone had tried using my card. Maybe someone found my bag and took it. I sat down after getting off the phone to take a sip of my tea, and I look up the next number to call, when my boyfriend looked at me wide-eyed and said, How did your bag get here? I was confused, and I looked at where he was pointing, and there it was as if nothing happened, laying perfectly placed on the couch next to us with everything in it. We just looked at each other in disbelief for a few minutes. Neither of us had placed it there, and we both looked literally everywhere for it last night. We hadn't done anything prior to finding it besides getting out of bed, making tea, and sitting on the couch calling places. We both feel like we are going insane. This just is not possible. Has anyone ever experienced anything like this? It just feels so freaking unreal. I would like to tell you about my latest glitch. I have a pair of black sweatpants that have been my favorite pair for about five years. Around two years ago, they came up missing, and I've looked through my room, drawers and closets numerous times. Three days ago, I needed a clean pair of socks, so I opened my sock drawer and guess what was sitting there? You got it. My favorite pair of sweats was folded and sitting there for me to see. About a month ago, I couldn't find the mullen that I take for my lungs. My son even helped me look for them, 
and I couldn't find them. About three hours later, I was sitting watching TV, and I looked at the table where I keep my vitamins and blood pressure bottles, and right there was my Mullen bottle. At least I didn't have to wait the full two years to get them back. So, I have at least a couple of experiences that I consider glitches in the Matrix. The first one, I was a smoker, so I usually carried a lighter in my purse in a specific little inner pouch. One morning as I was leaving home, I checked my purse for my purple lighter that was supposed to be in there, and it wasn't. I looked through the whole purse and the lighter was nowhere to be found. Eventually, I just grabbed a blue lighter of a different model and shape, and I put it in the lighter pouch in my purse. I used the blue lighter throughout the day whenever I went for a smoke. Later at home, I was going for a cigarette, grabbing the lighter from its pouch in the purse, and it wasn't the blue one. It was the purple one that I hadn't found that morning anywhere in the purse. The blue lighter was found sitting on the kitchen counter, where I usually leave my keys. And for the second, a little background. I have a slightly handicapped niece with some autistic tendencies. She mostly communicates by text and WhatsApp. For some reason, she had enabled the 24-hour disappearing messages. Yesterday at 8.49pm, she texted me, Our music club starts next Tuesday. I was just replying to my friend's message at the time and forgot to immediately get to my niece's message. I remembered about an hour later and replied, Nice, to her at around... 9.52pm, and she replied, yeah, in about two minutes. Today, just about 24 hours later, she texted me, demanding a response to the message that she had sent yesterday. I responded with, what, the music club? I replied to it yesterday, about an hour after you sent it. She said that I never did reply. We had a little back and forth with me asking her if she was sure that she never got my message and telling her that I could have sworn I responded to her and that she even replied to my response. She seemed adamant that I never responded at all. And with her autistic ways, I tend to trust her memory too. Curiously, her message about the music club from over 24 hours ago was still there but there was no sign of anything after that. I would probably write it off as me just forgetting to actually hit send on my reply, as it sometimes happens, but I distinctly remember her replying back to me. And why is her message there if they're supposed to disappear after 24 hours, when mine aren't? Is it because I never opened her message in this reality? I sometimes reply straight from the notification menu, but not this time. I remember opening all of my WhatsApp messages to get rid of the new message dot and replying to them. So, thanks for the New Year's prank, Matrix Programmer. However, I request a million euros in my bank account for the next glitch, please. Healthy stories were glitchy enough for you. So, I joined this sub because something weird happened to me a couple of nights ago, and it's been bothering me ever since. 
I know it's not the craziest or scariest story ever, but it's just plain weird. So, a few nights ago, I was in my room with my laptop, just watching some videos on YouTube, and I had a random thought about my flashlight, because I had the lights off and my room is really dark. It's one of those super bright lights that runs on a high-powered battery. I remember that I kept it on my dresser, but when I went to look for it, it was gone. I recently moved my dresser across the room, so I thought maybe it fell behind it. But when I checked, I didn't see it. I thought, oh well, I'll look for it some other time. I have a small fridge in my room next to my bed. The only thing I have on top of it is my remote and sometimes a bottle of water. The next night, I was doing the same as I mentioned above, but this time, I went to get the water out of my fridge, and lo and behold, my flashlight was sitting upright on the fridge. I know it wasn't there before, because I would have surely seen it. I looked all over my room for it the night before that. Not intently, but I definitely looked at the fridge and only the remote and water bottle were on top of it. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. I know that I didn't put it there myself. I would have certainly remembered since I had been looking for it. Like I said, it's not the craziest story, but it is my first so-called glitch story. And thank you for reading. So that was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories on the As the Raven Dreams podcast. I hope you enjoyed this collection of glitchy goodness. If you did and would like to listen to more of this, you can always check out the other episodes of the podcast or support the channel further by actually going to my YouTube channel and checking out my videos. Just go to YouTube and search As the Raven Dreams. You can also go to AsTheRavenDreams.com for lots of other good stuff ways to get early access, read stories that I've written, submit your own story, and things like that. All that said, friends, thank you very much for listening. I do hope to see you in two weeks on the next Glitch in the Matrix episode, but until then, sleep well.